Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you missed any of the show, grab the podcast. Free every day at tntradioempire.com. iTunes or on the Stitcher app. You're listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Now he's a happy man and nobody's going to stop from being happy. <laughs> it's Paul Mercurio on the phone with us. What's up, brother? Hey, I got to bring him up. What's up, man? Hey. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. When are you coming to town? Yeah. May 5th and 6th. Paul, before we get into some other stuff, I want to ask you about this. We You're t- never coming back if you break the world again. You know that. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm coming there to shut the city down. Again. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> that's well, that's yeah, it's three years ago right last now. Last time. Yeah. So, Paul, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I just saw this video this morning, and we uh, retweeted it. It's Paul McCartney uh, from, like, 1964 till now. Basically, every TV interview, it's a big all spliced together. Go check it out if you get a chance after the shift. We talk to you again. Uh, mm-hmm. If he gets a stupid question, he kind of puts his middle finger up to his face, scratches it. Scratches his nose, so it's, scratches it's, his cheek. And, or, and they're yeah. all edited, and it's from the time in the Beatles to time to, like, recently. And he's he, when he thinks it's a stupid question, he'll scratch his finger on his face. It's the middle finger. Or he'll point with his middle finger, basically saying that was a stupid question, F off. What's missing is the stupid question. Right. So we don't get to hear what the stupid question is. So we're thinking, when he was on the phone with you, do you think hmm. did you did you ask him a stupid question? you think he flipped you off on the phone? <laughs> you guys just live in the negative. What is, <laughs> well, Todd brought up, I brought the story up earlier, and then we said Paul Bacurio is coming on, and Todd remembered, hey, you talked to him, so. But can't you just say, you know, it's great that you had him on your podcast and leave it at that. Instead of trying to find, the, okay, so he, like, you're re- it's like it's like hanging out with my depressing 95-year-old mother who never sees the good in anything. <laughs> Yes, I suppose I could have said. No, I wait. Hang know, on a second. Hang yeah. on. I know, hang on. I, I don't want. Listen. I want your listeners to just do a recap of the last ninety seconds of this call. Are you coming to break the world? And does Paul McCartney think you suck? That's been the conversation. <laughs> that might have been the plan. Why am I? Why am I doing this? Why? Right. The line of thinking should have been. I bet you when Paul Mercurio interviewed Paul McCartney, he never put his finger to his face. Yeah. Well, right. See, but that that, that would have come off as yeah. insincere. Right, right. Uh, yes, thank you, Mr. Passive-Aggressive. Yes, that would have been true. <laughs> yeah, we're not passive-aggressive at all, are we? We're not at all. Okay, so maybe Paul hung up on me two or three times during the 20-minute but. but he kept picking up when you called him back, saying, I'm sorry, Paul. No, I always thought that was a cool sorry. story. But, yeah, go check it out on uh, the video when you get done here. It's pretty funny that he does that uh, with all his interviews. Okay. Over like, almost yeah. six, almost and maybe people six, can – Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry, to me. That was all, all, almost sixty years of him flipping off interviewers. So you know, I had no idea he did that. Yeah, he died. I, mean, um, I did just, ask him. Uh, no, this is new. It is new. Go ahead. I've never heard it before either. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I didn't know if it was. A, yeah, no. I. Uh, he was really nice. I mean, you know, I kind of blew it when I said, well, "What's it like 
being married to a woman with one leg, and then it was click. <laughs> Apparently, you shouldn't have that. <laughs> do you do you fall off? I was wondering, but you, do you fall off to the side? Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you just kind of try not to make eye contact with it? What do you do? What's the deal? Uh, but there's a guy that you know. What do you ask him that he's never been asked before? He's done. A you don't interviews. ask Yoko. That's a bitch, huh? Yeah. You don't say that to him. What a bitch she is. Well, you know what I tried to do in all seriousness to try to get people to actually want to hear my interview with him, despite your negativity, right. um, is, uh, no, I just asked him about his, the process of creating music right. and like yeah. how they did that, you know, and because I, because it's exactly right. Like you can go down that road of like wanting to talk about the sensational stuff. And I'm like, this right. poor guy, the last thing he wants to be asked about that. Right. So it was just like, you know, I asked him how they got the guts at such a young age. They were like on top of the world. And when you do something, you know, and your fans like what you do, you do more of it. Like you guys right. throw out right. negativity at your guests <laughs> from the minute they get on the phone. Just you, basically. And, yeah. like that. Probably, probably and, you more and so I said to him, you guys, <laughs> so I said, you know, the Beatles were on top of the world and you had all those fans and there's a tendency to like keep giving them what they wanted, the exactly. same thing. And I said, but you guys changed your sound radically from album to album. Didn't you worry about losing your fan base? I, I like that question. And, I like that question. What do you say to that? You, you. Remember, you remember what he said about that? Yeah. He said, you don't go on Todd and Tyler, do you? Because those guys <laughs> suck. He said that to me. <laughs> he said, look at me. I'm scratching my nose right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that? What was that? Something you, you, they, they hadn't really thought about. He said that we we just would do something, we would experiment, we would do something, we find something we like, we do it, we get bored, we didn't want to be bored, right. get bored with ourselves, and move on to a new thing. Right. And he actually said it was a good question. Thank you very much. Okay, yeah. so uh, there. Oh, well, yeah, if they say it's a good question, it's a good Were question. Most of the Beatles songs. McCartney and Lennon collaborations. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And did one well, a lot of times, a lot of times, so they, they did write songs separately, but they, they were always credited yeah. to McCartney and Lennon. Was Lennon one more a music guy yeah. and one more no, a lyric guy? No, they, they both did it, all of it. They both did all of it. Yeah. 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 They both did all of it. Yeah. I think the controversy, the tension started to come in like George was writing and had a bunch of stuff and they wouldn't let him put anything on, on the was, album, right? I'm it pretty was, sure with that line of questioning, Paul McCartney would have been scratching his nose at me. <laughs> I'm asking who, who, wrote, the, who wrote the lyrics, who all wrote right. the music. So what's new? What have you been up yeah. to, man? You've been busy? You've been hanging out? What's going on, man? Yeah, I've been busy. I just, uh, I just did an audition um, for a Hallmark. Christmas movie. Oh my so, God! I, mean, I hope you get that because I love Hallmark <laughs> movies. They're so queer, man. I mean, in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. I, I mean, they're, they're just so. Uh, they're kind of sappy, but they are. They're, they're, oh my! It, my wife watches those. So, what, yeah. what, what, what would you play if you get Some the if you get the role? Son of a bitch. No, Hallmark, oh, is Hallmark. Hallmark. Hallmark Christmas. Oh song. no, no, it's a Hallmark. I'm yeah. thinking Lifetime. Lifetime has to have the bad man, not Hallmark. Right. No, no. This is this is this is called Where Are You Christmas. It's okay. a guy has amnesia. He doesn't remember Christmas. Right. <laughs> it's the premise. I'm not kidding. And in my scene, I go on um, a radio show and I'm embarrassed and I feel I've lost the spirit of Christmas after going on a call in radio show okay. in yeah. Omaha. That's the premise of the movie. All right. And uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> I play, uh, I, I play, uh, it's it's the lines are like exactly what you want it to be. It's kind of cheese bally and whatever, yeah. and uh, and so there's the guy's got amnesia. He doesn't remember Christmas, and like we all like I work in a jewelry store. I own a jewelry store, and he comes in and he's supposed to get engaged, but he doesn't remember he's supposed to get engaged. And I'm selling engagement ring, and there's all this stuff, and I have lines like, uh, you know, 
you've really influenced people about the spirit of Christmas. People are really being kind to each other and caring about each other. And it's like those kind of lines. Oh, then, sappy, then, Mercur- yeah. sappy Paul Mercurio. I mean, I know you do. I know you've done. You've are acted- there other major stars who are auditioning for this role? Um, you know who you're up against. <laughs> I'm uh, a Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Paulie Shore. Uh, oh, Paulie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's taking the weasel. He's going to do the weasel thing. So. Uh, <laughs> so uh, is it when do you when do you find out? Because obviously you, you were called in, called uh, in for I, it. I literally I just did. We just put it the tape yesterday. So. Should be like in the next week or so that I would find out. And, and, and they do, uh, and they do, they, they shoot. Well, they call you one way or the other, or if you don't get it, they just ghost you. They ghost you generally. They yeah. don't. Yeah. They don't bother calling uh, um, kind of unless you're really bad. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> it is a little bit. I think. <laughs> How tough is it to make a think, call? Well, it's a double-edged sword. We talked to a lot of people, actors like yourself, and and uh, is it if if you don't get the call, at least you, you don't see the phone ringing and are excited. You know what I mean? You get yeah. that call, answer the bad news. No news means I didn't get it, but the phone rings. You got excited it. for a second. And, uh, sorry, we're calling you to tell you you didn't get it. So which one, yeah. would, you ra- which one yeah, would you rather yeah. have? What would you rather? A courtesy I call? I'd rather just get shot ahead quickly. No. Yeah. Like, in other words, because you kind of hang. Because sometimes things take a while because other stuff happens and, you know, production I don't know, whatever. They, they don't get to sort of casting something when they thought they would. So I'd rather just know. It's like bleeding from the arm. Right. So, as oh, yeah, because so you can move on. You're, you're busy. I right. get that. You're, plus, you have, another, you, have, you have another career, obviously, too. Your, your main career is being a comedian yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts, included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free, or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Like like the, the, the role, because, I mean, if it, it's a great movie, by the way. It's a, a Chuck Webner story starring, um, God, um... Lev Schreiber. Lev Schreiber. Uh, he's on a dance floor in the disco uh, in, in in the Chuck Webner story, and Paul's dancing mm-hmm. on the floor with them. Not with them. They're not. They're mm-hmm. like dancing with separate. And Paul's got his all late seventies outfit on, and they start talking. And I, first of all, I love the movie, but I watched the movie to begin with because I knew you were going to be in it, and you were. Mm-hmm. Now that that role was you. Uh, did you have to talk with? Liv, did you have to go with him and talk, or was that? Did you talk to another actor? Before him, before yeah. I, when I did when I auditioned, audition right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you go in. There's a casting director, and you go in a room, and there's just a bunch of people sitting in the room like you, waiting to go in that to audition. And right. I went in, and the reason I got it was because I added something at the end of the at the end of the line. It wasn't in the script, and um, it's you know he's essentially, you know, essentially he's playing the Rocky story. Right. The word Rocky's never used, but I right. go in, and the whole scene is like we're dancing, and I'm like one of his like. This is really like he's at the downslide of his career and right. he's doing a lot of blow and mm-hmm. this and that. And I'm one of his hangers on and mm-hmm. we're hanging out, we're dancing with a bunch of people. 
And then I, you know, I start, uh, you know, riding his thigh. That was not in the script, so that almost got me fired. <laughs> but, you know, a tall, lanky Jewish man, who doesn't love that? I wanted to go for it, you know. And uh, But in the audition, in all seriousness, I got these lines like, hey, did you get the money for the thing? And, I, and then blah, blah, blah. And, and he's like, and then he, we're talking, and he, in the scene, he likes me. So he says to the bartender, Hey, get him a drink. And I went, and then at the and that was the end of the scene. And then at the end of that, I had just added, yo, Rocky. And I did like a spin like John Travolta on Saturday Night Fever, and I spun out of frame. Oh, that's and right, you do. Made the pre- and that guy, yeah, and and that got you that role. Laugh. Yeah. I, that, and that's how I got it. And they do tell you, like, when in acting, like, if you can kind of put your own personality in it without getting in the way of the lines, then you know, you can, you'll stand that out. helps kind of get you to stand out. That's exactly right. That's the whole goal is goal is to kind of stand so, out because they're, they're looking at 20 people that day or whatever, you know, did, did you ever think it was, uh, you'd look, you'd look like a sleazeball in 1979 when you walked in there? <laughs> no. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I, when I was, when I got out of wardrobe, yeah. I immediately had to take a picture of me and I sent it to my wife, Carol. Uh-huh. She was laughing so hard. She goes, you look exactly the way you looked in high school. I go, was I this much of a Guido? She goes, yes, you were. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you look like a Guido in that scene. Yeah. And when she and she kind of grew up on like the nice in the nicer part of town. Her parents were doctors and stuff like that. And you know we're more you know middle class, blue collar Italian. We right. have a little furniture store. So I go on a first date with her, and someone for Christmas had given me. Jovan musk oil and I had never used musk oil before this is in high school right yeah. mm-hmm. so I'm like you know let me put a little bit of this on I I slap a lot I'm like boy that doesn't really really smell much at all and I put more on I'm like well no wonder this is a lot like a three 32 gallon drum this stuff's crap so I put more on right mm-hmm. and so and I put on my leather jacket and I drive over to see her and my mother's Oldsmobile cup that had a bunch of had been sideswiped on the passenger side, so I pulled with a big hole in the side car. So I pulled up on the driver's side to the to the, to the sidewalk. I walk in and I ring the doorbell. And apparently, it smelled so much of musk oil that the, her dog Tyler <laughs> tried to bite me. The dog literally tried to bite me, and the dog never. <laughs> and there were three floors in their house, and they, her brothers could smell me on the third floor <laughs> when I walked in. What was the dog's name? What was the dog's name again? Dog's name was literally Tyler. I'm not making that up. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So did you have no sense of smell back then either? (laughs) Oh, that's right, man. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't wasn't COVID. Or does it just permeate? I I remember (laughs) hearing about that stuff, but I, I never wore it. Oh, the musk. No, the musk. someone yeah. gave me that. Remember, you remember High Karate Clone, and it came in like a little cargo box, yeah, like straw, sure. and it looked like yeah, a yeah, big yeah. ship from the from the Orient. Yeah, I they somebody giving me that too, but no, I had no sense of smell or apparently taste either, based on the way I dressed. <laughs> but I'm telling you, because like, I'm not joking. What I said, this picture to Carol of me in the in the in the movie with Liam Shriver setting the set, and she, she called me. She goes. You bring your clothes from when you were little to, to <laughs> when you were little. Well, at least they probably still fit you because you're always a skinny guy, man. All right. Well, here's why the dogs yeah, go nuts. Right. Musk yeah. comes from the exactly. Arabic word for testicle. Musk is a clear <laughs> liquid found in the glands of male deer, 
walrus, musk deer, and the musk ox. So basically you smelled like deer balls when you walked in yeah, there, right? Yeah, so okay. of course the dog's going to go nuts. All right. Yeah, just like, ty- just like the Tyler in this room would go nuts <laughs> oh. if you smelled like deer balls. In a heartbeat. I start to growl and itch. Exactly. All right. All right. <laughs> Are you on the road, man? You on the road besides coming to Omaha? Uh, yeah, uh, I am. I've been on back on the road. Um, I'm at the late, not this weekend. I'm at the late show this week. And, okay. uh, you know, we got, uh, you know, kind of, we got a, another week. And then we got like a, a break uh, the third week uh, of March. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm going to Montana. Oh, yeah? I'm going to Big Sky to do a private show. Okay. Oh, cool. And then I'm going to, uh, I'm taking Carol with me. And because uh, she loves spending time with me, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ski, we're gonna go skiing for a day in Big Sky oh. after my show's done. Oh, cool! And I'm worried. Yeah, I'm a little worried because there's those big bowls you ski down, and I'm I really think this is where Carol's gonna kill me. She's okay. gonna just push me off a bowl off the. So I just because I oh I think we're you getting can, it. You can yeah. safely avoid that terrain. Right. Um, yeah, and yeah. T- t- talk, talk, just it's, it's a pole you can't avoid right. if you ask Todd, right? Uh, yeah, he had, he had a pole. Right. That's going to be. This is going to be the Lifetime movie where she kills me skiing. That's the Lifetime That's right. movie. That's how that works. The Paul Mercurio story. We could watch, watch that. Yeah. 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 How often do you ski? He smelled like deer balls. I couldn't take it anymore. Just... <laughs> oh yeah. See, so like this is the time the bears come out. Oh. Now you're scaring okay. me. Okay. Now you're scaring yeah, me. The bears Thanks love deer balls. Thanks for telling me that. You guys are just a bunch of cheer. I'll tell you. Wow. Wow. No, I've, I've never skied Big Sky. I'm uh, I'm envious. Looking forward to seeing you this well, you time. you ski everywhere. You're a great yeah. skier. You yeah. ski everywhere. No, I ski a lot of places. He fell down once. He, he fell down once. But I'm not a great him. skier. Yeah. <laughs> great skiers don't hit yeah, poles. All right. Paul, we're looking forward. <laughs> hey, looking forward to seeing you in a couple months, man. And um, you know, can't wait. It's yeah, been, looking forward. Been to way it. too long, man. Let's, so, right. yeah, man, I'm excited to come back and ruin everybody's life in Omaha. Looking so, forward uh, to yeah. it, brother. <laughs> All right, can't right. wait. And I look calling back in and, be, and being so sorry at the end of the day. So yeah, that would be. We lost you. We lost you. We're losing you. We lost you. All right. Too much musk. Hello. Hello. Too much musk. Oh, we got you now. Hello. Go ahead, man. All right. All right. Okay. We'll see you later, bud. I, I was saying I look forward to calling in again and being really depressed after the call. So thanks a lot. All right. Oh. Sure, man. All right. Thanks, man. Anytime. Paul McCartney's slipping <laughs> you off right now. I guarantee it. Thanks. All right. May 5th and 6th. May 5th and 6th. May 5th and 6th. We'll see be you here. guys. See you Talk to you soon. Paul Mercurio, Funny Bone. May 5th and 6th. I don't think we need to tempt fate. You're not opening that weekend, are you? Cameron Longston? I don't know yet. Yeah, you might be. Not sure. For the safety of the world, say no if she <laughs> yeah. offers. Maybe that's the cocktail, yeah. right? Like Just maybe if uh, you get around Paul that and I get yeah. together, yeah. those muskies mix. Yeah. Bad things, man. COVID. Start mixing musks. Bad things. COVID. I think for all the dominoes to fall, it was, it's going to have to be, you know, I'm traveling or you're traveling that next week, and that's not the case in May. We're here. Yeah, I don't know. In town. All it takes is the very Ooh, first May. one. The very first combustible situation. Yeah, and he is really the bringer of doom. Right. Yeah. He's, he's the main poor Yeah, it's, it's a chicken-egg yeah. thing with him. I, when he yeah. comes on the phone, we're negative because he's always negative. So I, I blame yeah, it on him. I he calls you guys out for that. He's always looking for that little ray of sunshine. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, he's totally projecting. Yeah. Uh, you know, he just he deflects is. that onto us. Right. That's the only 20 minutes of his day he's going to be negative. <laughs> right. Yeah. He actually didn't seem as mad today. Is he no, okay? No, he didn't. I don't Who want to knows? ask him that. Is everything going on right? <laughs> that should have been the question. Yeah. He's method acting for the Hallmark. <laughs> right. Yeah. We should have asked him that.
He plays a jewelry store. I can't wait to see that. It's in a jewelry store, you know, being all sincere. Paul yeah, that'd be a good part for him because I couldn't see him playing the guy that, like, ends up staying in the small town. He's not. He'd be like, well, first of all, he's, the hell out yeah, of those guys are all, like, 35-year-old studs. You know, Paul's not a bad-looking guy, but he's not, that's not his role, you know. No. You know, he's not Mark Wahlberg. Quickly, hang on, <laughs> take the music down. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg, Hallmark movie. Hallmark, Go ahead. Hallmark Wahlberg? Yeah, dude, you, you I, calling Hallmark Wahlberg? I want to hear him again. Yeah, I mean, what are you doing? We just raised $200 to save my daughter's school, okay? <laughs> You're going to ruin Christmas. I just lost my grandfather's farm. 200 bucks saves the school, huh? <laughs> I, I freaking love you, okay? <laughs> I freaking love you. You're not going... <laughs> Hallmark Wahlberg, one of my favorite bits from Cameron Logston. All right. Come on back. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.